0: Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about core relationship fears. Hey guys, what's up? I have an awesome review to share with y'all today. I am so pumped about this one. Um, This one's from Sarah H 1998, and she wrote, I found this podcast the same week I self-diagnosed with severe relationship anxiety, and I can't express how helpful it has been both in my relationship And coming to terms with this challenging part of me. Each episode so perfectly applied to everything I've experienced and it was so powerful coming from someone who fully understands how real these fears can be. I'm now happily engaged to a great guy and I owe a big thanks to Mikkel for helping me let go of my fears and let myself love instead. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah, I congratulations. Congrats on getting engaged and being able to say yes to love and no to fear. I feel like I need a bell to ring or something when someone gets engaged. <laughs> um, like David's Bridal's where I got my dress and they have you ring a bell when you pick out your dress. So anyways, congrats, Sarah, and great work on yourself. So I hope you guys are doing well um this past week we um we've been traveling a little bit so it's definitely been kind of crazy but um i was watching a movie the other night uh, called sleepless in seattle would not recommend if you're going through a lot of relationship anxiety right now but it was really interesting to just kind of notice just all these different messages we get about what love is supposed to be from the media and in this movie, how this girl was engaged, this good guy, but then had this fantasy about this other guy she never even met. And the whole movie is basically about her trying to meet this guy she heard on the radio. And at the very end, she meets him and they lock eyes and they just know, and they walk off holding hands and don't say anything to each other. <laughs> and it's like the end. <laughs> and I think it's so funny just how that's kind of the message we get is that when it's true love, it just clicks. You see each other, you know, and then that's it, the end. You don't see any of the relationship conflict or struggle that for sure will be there as she learns to work through and be in a relationship with this guy, just like the last guy. So, anyways, don't watch it if you have lots of relationship anxiety, but I think it's definitely important to know when you are watching Chick Flicks is just to recognize, like, What messages are you picking up on and just believing is true and assuming like, yeah, this is how love's supposed to be versus questioning. Maybe that isn't real. Maybe this isn't what love is and kind of figuring out for yourself what you want to believe love is and not just automatically take in any message that we get from media. So today we're going to talk about core relationship fears And I think this one's a really big one that I've been wanting to talk to you guys about is we all have these fears in our relationship. That's where this anxiety stems from is we have these core fears. These things we're terrified of happening. And I notice this like repeatedly, like either in myself or with different clients that I work with, different people that I talk to of seeing these are the fears that consistently come up when we talk about This is the worst case scenario. This is what I'm so afraid of. So I want to just kind of bring them out in the open today. A lot of times when we have fears, I think what we do is we kind of shove them down in a corner. We don't want to look at them. We ignore them and pretend like they're not there. Um, And whenever we kind of even catch a glimpse of the fear in our peripheral mind, we, we hurry and shove it down. We might freak out and panic. And... I think it's important to just kind of let the fears come to surface, just to notice and acknowledge that they're there because otherwise they're kind of just driving us in the background. They're what's fueling this anxiety versus can we just take a look at this? What are we so afraid of? So the core fears that I see, the first one is leaving or being left in a relationship. So I realize this fear can go either way of Maybe you're afraid that your partner might leave you, or you're afraid that maybe you'll be the one to leave in a relationship. And I think this is so terrifying to us because we imagine all of the things that we would feel if this were to happen, right? The, um, the inadequacy that we would feel, the disappointment, the loss, um, the hurt, right? There would be so many emotions that would come with that. The second one is divorce, right? I think this is probably the biggest one that pretty much everyone is afraid of is I don't want to get married and then have us end up getting divorced or even like worse, I think that our minds go to is we'll have kids and then we'll get divorced and that would just be earth shattering, right? I notice that a lot of times we make divorce mean is that we're a failure, that we have failed at life and at our relationship, like the most important thing, we fail that, and that is like, it's just interesting to know is, you know, while divorce is not something we would ever intentionally choose, is knowing does your fear of divorce serve you? Thinking, I don't want to get divorced. Does that actually really help inspire you to be the best person, your best, the best version of yourself in your relationship, right? To love yourself and love others. Or are you just being terrified of a relationship ending, right? Of getting divorced. Because right? that focus of the fear of divorce does not actually do anything to prevent divorce. And we'll talk about that in a minute. The third one is an affair. Being afraid of either cheating on your partner or getting cheated on that your partner might choose to have an affair or maybe that's something you would choose. I see this fear going both ways in different clients. And all the emotions that we imagine with this of feeling guilt, um, potentially like feeling like mistrust, devastation, right, hurt, lots and lots of hurt. And we just imagine how horribly everything would go if it were to happen. And then the fourth one is kind of a little bit more broad, but I'm calling it relationship misery. And this is kind of the fear that people have when they imagine the relationship not really ending or something traumatic happening, but just that every day is kind of dull. That there's a feeling of maybe like regret that I sh- they should have chosen someone else, that maybe um, they're just not really happy or content, but they're not getting divorced, the relationship isn't ending, they're just stuck. They're stuck in this relationship that they're not happy in. And the, all the negative feelings that would come with that, right? of just imagining yourself being unhappy, being miserable, and it's all because of this decision you made to be with your partner. So these are the core fears that I see and just kind of acknowledge it. You might have one of these or maybe multiple. Um, Maybe your fear is kind of a little bit of a variation of one of these. But notice how much time we might spend imagining the story of how things could go wrong, how things could go horribly. And know that this is your brain that is very, very well-intended trying to protect you. Your brain is working so hard to keep you safe. Our brain sees all these potential hard things that we could go through, all of this potential emotional pain in the future, and your brain says, ooh, this is dangerous. This is scary. I need to protect you from this, and so it creates this anxiety, all of this fear, because it sees this as the way to keep you safe. And so just acknowledging, like instead of judging yourself for having these fears, just know this is just my brain trying to play it safe. This is just my brain trying to keep me safe. So we Either what we do is we try to tell ourselves like, it's okay, like that's irrational, like he's a great guy, obviously he would never cheat on me. Or like, I love him, of course, you know, I would never leave him, right? We try to rationalize with ourselves of logically this fear doesn't make sense and we use that as a way to shove it aside. But recognizing like, of course I'm afraid of this that would be a lot of emotional pain if I experienced that. And just like making peace with that, recognizing and acknowledging it rather than trying to shove it away and trying to just brush it off. So know with these fears that a lot of times what we're trying to do is we're trying to control the future. That's what so much of anxiety stems from is trying to control the uncontrollable, the things outside of us. The only thing you have control of right now is the things that you choose in this very moment, right? You cannot control future events. You can't control what other people do. But so what we do is we try to control the future from this very moment. We tell ourselves we have to make the right decision right now, that we have to pick the right guy, that we have to date the right amount, that we have to do all of these things perfectly and choosing the perfect person in order to ensure that none of these hard things, none of this emotional pain has to come up for us in the future. So that's why you feel so much anxiety right now, right? Is cause that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Cause there's no way you can know what's gonna happen in the future, but yet you're demanding that of yourself of, okay, before you commit to this guy, you need to be able to see every single possibility of how this could go wrong and know if this is gonna be a disaster and then choose someone else who you're not gonna have any disasters with. like. You can't do that. It's not possible. So you drive yourself crazy trying to figure out everything from square one versus what you need to do is be able to recognize you cannot control the future, that all you have control of is right now in this moment. You cannot control what other people choose to do. And that it is possible one of your fears could happen. I know that you might have a lot of anxiety come up as I say that because we're working so hard to keep those fears from happening. But what I want to tell you is that when you acknowledge, like, yeah, that is possible, like maybe that could happen and you don't need to control it, what happens is we open up to it. We make peace with that fear, and the fear becomes much less intense because we're just fighting and fighting and fighting it versus being able to open up to and be like, yeah, like that's a possibility, right? Any relationship, people could choose to get divorced. That can happen, and yeah, it would be hard. It's not something I would choose, but being able to just recognize it. And the next thing is to know that the worst thing that can happen in any negative scenario that you imagine is a negative emotion. You would have lots and lots of negative thoughts about yourself, about your partner, if any of these things were to happen, and you would experience lots of negative emotions. You would experience maybe guilt, regret, inadequacy, misery, disappointment, failure, hurt, anger, worthlessness. None of these feelings we want to choose, right? We want to avoid them. But notice the extent you have gone to to try to control the possibility of these feelings, right? Versus knowing like you are a human who sometimes has negative emotions. And even if none of these things that you're afraid of happen, you're still gonna have negative emotions, right? You still might experience inadequacy, a sense of failure, disappointment, hurt, anger, right? And even if one of these things that you're afraid of happening does happen, it's not that you would only experience negative emotion from then on out. You wouldn't just feel failure and disappointment. There would be probably a period of time where that's what you would wanna feel, right? A lot of people when they get divorced, they want to kind of feel some sadness and disappointment and hurt and all that. But there will also be positive emotion too. And I think a lot of times we just kind of assume if our fear were to come true, that then it would just be negative emotion for the rest of our life. Versus knowing there's gonna be negative and positive emotion any way our life goes. And that you are capable of feeling negative emotion. You are capable of feeling negative feelings. That you're strong enough to do that. So being able to recognize yourself is like, yeah, I don't want this to happen. But if it were to happen and I had all these negative feelings, I would be able to feel them. I would be able to process them and I'd be able to move through them. It's making peace with your worst case scenario and then it's knowing that even if your worst case scenario happened, that you would be capable of dealing with it, that you would be able to move through it and that you could still create a beautiful life for yourself, that it wouldn't just be, okay, now my life is over, now it's ruined, but that you would get to pick up the pieces and be like, okay, now what? and you still get to move forward and create whatever you want for yourself. So I think it's so important to be able to really look at your fear and face it. To know that if this happens, I'm fully capable of being able to deal with it. Because what happens when we do this is we take our power back. We aren't just anxiously trying to control everything right now, but we're able to just kind of be at peace and allow things to be what they are, to enjoy life, to let our partner be who they are and not need to control everything so that we can create a false sense of security for the future. But really being at peace with ourselves and our relationship and facing our fears, so that then they don't control us. We can acknowledge our fear. It can be a passenger in the back seat of our car. It's gonna be there with us, but it doesn't need to be what's driving the car. It doesn't need to be what's in control of your life. And the last thing I wanna leave you with is one of the things I always tell my clients is when you make a decision, make sure that what's driving the decision is a sense of peace and faith and trust rather than feelings of fear and scarcity, that that's what's driving you. So be aware of when fear is fueling your actions. When fear is fueling you to do certain things in your relationship, to say certain things, to maybe break up, whatever fear is driving you to do is noticing it and being able to just call it out for what it is, is this is fear trying to keep me safe, the trying to make me play it safe. All right, thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys next week, bye.